show starts in five, four, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? My name is CB3. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Gab. Say hey to the people, Gab. Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the first ever episode of Push Start, a podcast that was created for motivation, inspiration, and elevation. Definitely. Definitely. So we, before we get started, I want to tell the people a little something about yourself. Well, my name is Gab, Gabrielle, you know. Um, I am a senior here at USC. I love to work out, and I'm just here to motivate the people. That's what we're here for. To motivate the people. That's good. That's good, because that's what we're going to start off with. My name is CB3. I'm also a senior at USC. Just excited. Just excited, ready to go. I wish I had, like, some crazy, cool stories, some, something that you guys could cry to, but that's just not how this works. So we're going to keep it real. <laughs> but I want to start off by saying, like, who are you? What type of presence are you trying to leave in the world? Are you trying to be a person that just rides by and just okay with being okay? Now, that might sound strange, but there's nothing wrong with being ordinary. Ordinary people live ordinary lives, get ordinary jobs, and live ordinary lives. And that's okay. But the problem is that if you feel like you're worth more than that, then you're right. So I encourage everybody to take a step back, view your life from what, you, what it could be, and move forward and proceed in doing something that you want to do. Be you. You ready for some hot topics? Definitely. Let's go. All right. What's trending? The number one name on my list is my man, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, oh man. Cap. That's a way to start it off, right? <laughs> I guess today is the day. <laughs> the day is the day. You know, we're going to be breaking stereotypes. So there was a report that said that Colin Kaepernick went to Atlanta in hopes of getting a workout. For those that don't know, Colin is a ex-NFL quarterback that was, can I say blackballed? Definitely blackballed. Yeah, he was blackballed, and he was trying to um, protest police brutality among minorities in America. And since then, he has been without a job. So this past week, the NFL contacted his representation and said that they were going to allow him to have a workout, but it had to be mandatory this Saturday in Atlanta and it was a take-it-or-leave-it deal. Now, Gab, my problem with that is that the take-it-or-leave-it deal is we're in the middle of the NFL season, so exactly. what happens on Sundays? <laughs> the game. The game. So what happens? What do you think happens on Saturdays? They travel, right? Exactly. And so, you know, a big question was, like, who was going to come down? Who was going to be in a, in a position to come and check out his workout? So... But nonetheless, Cap, he went. He flew down, fly, Flowery Branch, Georgia. He flew down, and he gave a workout. He did his thing. And um, when he got there, there was a piece of paper that was waiting for him, basically wanting him to sign some rights to do some things away. Hmm. And he decided not to do it. So he did a workout like an hour away at a high school. And then now there's this big hoopla about should he get a job, should he not get a job? What is your take on it? What do you think? First of all, this man is very, very talented. I don't feel that anybody who is trying to stand up for any type of social justice, mm -hmm. they should be blackballed and not have a job. That's so far. But <laughs> I think that he does, this man deserves a job. After three years, 
of not having a job and he's doing what he loves, get the man a job. What's the problem? <laughs> what is the problem? I'll tell you what. I watch a lot of football, and I'm going to tell you right now that I see a lot of teams that could use a pretty good quarterback. I'm exactly. not going to call any names, Washington. Or, <laughs> okay. I'm, let me tell you something. I'm a Bengals fan, for y'all that don't know. So we could definitely use a quarterback right now. And the way he looked in that workout, I'm telling you, I would love to have somebody with his talent. Next in the sports world, we have my man Carmelo Anthony is back on the team okay. playing with the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> he did good the other night. He looked like the old man playing with the you know the young bucks, but I'm telling you, he looked it showed some promise. Okay. And then Portland they went to the the Western Conference Finals last year, they so did. I think that's gonna be a good look. You think so for oh, Carmelo? Man, I'm a I'm a huge Melo fan. Okay. So before I was a D Wade Miami fan, it was Carmelo. Like I was in, I remember being in the seventh grade. I had these like Trey songs braids. <laughs> yeah, right. I had those braids, man. And I didn't make the basketball team, but the guys kept calling me Melo. That's why I kept going out. I said eventually the name might stick. And it, the didn't. Co- it, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it I was, didn't. I was. Let me tell you something. I was so bad in basketball. They used to pick me after the white kid. Like it was bad. Oh. <laughs> Quit. It was bad. It was Quit bad. while you're ahead. I know. It was terrible. But, I mean, Melo has always been my guy, so I wish him nothing but the best. I, you don't, I feel like he's too old. You feel like he's too old? I mean, don't get me wrong. This man has, you know, proven that he's talented. However, this far along, and he hasn't really been making too many plays. Too many plays? Like, when he was with the Knicks. The Knicks. Is that the right team? <laughs> so Melo did play for the Knicks. Okay. So Melo left the Knicks. He went to the Rockets. He did pretty good with the Rockets. They cut him, and then he hadn't played since last November. So, I mean, he missed a few shots, but I think Cap, for the most part, I think he did a really good job. Though. Okay. Okay. So. I'll, I'll let him have that. You'll let him slide? Yeah, I'll let him slide. Hey, we got to get Gab caught up on the basketball stuff, so y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you don't try to play me. <laughs> don't try to play me. Y'all got to follow us on, on IG, Push Start, Facebook, Push Start. We're going to get it. We're going to get it popping. Y'all let us know what kind of topics y'all want us to talk about, but we're going to move into the music world, too. I heard there's a new pastor in town that's uh, <laughs> going to different churches and giving sermons. Who is this? Huh? Uh, you talking about Snoop? No, Snoop. No, Mr. Kanye West himself. Oh. <laughs> so the album's out. Right. I heard a couple songs on it. It sounds good, though. He has a song with Fred Hammond. I know. I was like... And and for those that don't know, Fred Hammond is my favorite gospel singer of all time. Yeah. You know, this, everybody say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite gospel singer of all time. So what do you think? You think stunt or real? I feel like anybody can change and, you know, you know, give their life and try to serve the Lord. But I feel like it's a stunt. You feel like it's a stunt? In a way. See, I, I've been looking on Instagram, and I, you can't get all your sources from Instagram. But I've been seeing that he's been you having... You can't get all your sources from Instagram? Are you kidding me? Right. People do it all the time. But, <laughs> no, nah, but I've been seeing that he's been doing a lot of Sunday sermons. And, you know, he's getting his family into into it and everything like that. And that's a great thing. That is a great thing, especially trying to be the man for your, that your family needs, you know, by leading, you know, with God first. But after all of this, I don't know. I, I don't know how real he is about it. But you know what? That's between him and God. So I can't even sit up there and, you know 
try to say too much about it. Can I tell you I like it? Can I tell you why? Go ahead. I like it because it what it does is it makes people question. So it, it raises the it raises the initiative, it raises the narrative. So whether it is a publicity stunt or PS or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. what it does is it gets people evaluating themselves and saying, hey, you know what? It's getting them talking about God. So that's the, oh, that's the forbidden thing to talk about. You know, if I was to talk about drinking all day, nobody would have a problem with that. But when mm-hmm. I talk about our afterlife, when I talk about God and I talk about our Savior, people are just like scared. They're like, oh, my gosh, you got to be politically correct. So I think that Kanye breaking into this world and some of the other artists that are kind of transitioning to the, I think it raises that question. It does. And, and I just, I feel like that's a good thing. You know, Kanye and Joel Olstein, like, let me tell you something. <laughs> Never would have thought <laughs> that that would happen. Never would have made it. So I think it's cool. USC basketball is doing pretty good this year, too. Are they? Oh, I haven't yeah. been to a game yet. They just lost their first game against Boston. Let me tell you something. They were undefeated. I'm talking about the guys now. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows USC for the ladies. And shout out to the ladies basketball team. Coach Don Staley, they are awesome. But, you know, we haven't been able to talk about, you know, the men's basketball team since the year Cinderius left. And I... I I'm, I'm excited to kind of get back into the arena and see how they play. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the game on the 8th? I'm trying to I'm trying to go to that one. I don't know, but whoever they play, I'm trying to go check it out. I'm trying to go see it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and our last topic today, Willow Smith just had a birthday. She just turned 19 years young. I come up years young because since I'm about to hit 30, I don't like all you young people. But... <laughs> I want you guys to go online and look at this. She had a Halloween theme party. And when I say that she went all out, she turned her entire party into a haunted house. That's dope, but at the same time, that's a little scary. But I mean, you got Will Smith as a dad, you got Jada as a mom. You can't like you can't go to the bowling alley. Like what are you talking about? I mean, about? you're right. You can't go to the bowling alley, but I'm talking about a haunted house theme party. Cool. Great idea. However, I'm kind of a skeptical person when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. Well, what's your idea of a good party then? What's my idea of a good party? A good party. A good party is when everybody's interacting with each other, dancing, whatever it is, if you're drinking, if you're doing the They was dancing in the Thriller. You didn't see the dance? No. I didn't see the dance. But what is more interactive to 19-year-olds than a haunted house, dancing, all this food? And it was in, like, this mansion, too. So really? it was, oh, my goodness, okay, it was dope. Okay, see, that's cool. I'm just saying I'm a skeptical person on that aspect of, like, scary stuff in a party. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you go off in a corner and somebody steal you. Steal you? I don't know. <laughs> they steal you. They do anything. Like that. All right, anything then. can happen. Well, let's break some stereotypes then. You seen the show that sixteenth um, birthday? I forgot what's the show called. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, how far is Sweet too, Sixteen? Sweet Sixteen. How yep. far is too far for a Sweet Sixteen? I don't. Okay. If I don't, you had all the money in the world and your kid turned sixteen, what kind of party would you want them to have? I mean, I would go crazy with it. You would go crazy? I would go crazy with like it. Lions like, lions and bears crazy? Maybe not lions and bears. That's a little no far. lions and bears? I mean, if they want a tiger in there or something, you know, like a come in on an elephant or I don't know. <laughs> not a lion and bear. <laughs> well, I want to play. So how you going to hate on J-Lo? I said J-Lo. How you going to hate on Willow 
I'm not hating. So you like the idea of the party? Nah, that's dope. I'm just talking about the scary part. Oh. You know, like... I've seen too many movies where, you know, you you go to this scary party and everybody, people just end up dumb and they end up getting lost, getting stolen, dying, stuff like that. (laughs) Okay, so um, what are we talking about right now? We're talking about the, um, oh yeah, T.I. Oh, T.I.P., my man Clifford. T.I., he is actually going to go to the Red Table Talk and have a sit down with Jada Smith. That's don't do it till don't do it. <laughs> I think this will be a great time to address the fact that he is taking his daughter to the gyno. I think it's a great 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 time. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. You you're a protective father. Whatever the case may be, whatever you have going on with if your relationship works like that with your daughter, then it works like that. But that's a... I don't think that's but, a man's but that, See, place. that's the thing, though. It doesn't work with her, though. You know? Yeah. He, he put... <laughs> true story. He put a note on her door that said, gynecologist, 930 tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, and then when the gynecologist came in the room, he told her, it's like... Well, he told the his daughter that, hey you have to sign this paper in order for us to give this information to him. Exactly. And he looked at her and said, They need you to sign this. Uh-huh. Is there any reason you wouldn't want me to know some type of information? So he coerced her into doing Let me tell you something. I, I'm all for I'm all for celibacy. I'm all for, you know, purity as a you know, as a teenager. But T I come on, man. I really am excited to hear what he has to say at this red table talk. I'm really excited to hear it because, first of all, just because your hymen isn't intact does not mean you're not a virgin. But I, I get it. That's true. And But I feel like Tip's so smooth, though, he's going to find some kind of real way to to get out of it. I, I really feel like that way. Cause he's, Expeditiously. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to use some type of fancy words. And he's going to get out of that situation. But... I just when I when I heard the story, man, I was like, oh man, because for me personally, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm an only child, so you know the relationship that I have with my mother, of course, is very different than what a woman has with her father. You know, the the premise behind our relationship is trust. Exactly. So my mother wouldn't question it because she feels like she knows me. Mm-hmm. You know, therefore, I wouldn't feel obligated to break that trust. Now, I know everybody's relationship with their parents aren't the same, but Man, if you get to a point to whereas you feel the need to have to <laughs> take her to a gynecologist rather than asking her, I feel like you went too far. But as a parent, that's your right. But now that she's 18. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> over with. I, maybe, maybe it's I, over with. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. So... <laughs> You're not weird. I think everybody kind of had an opinion about that on the low. So, uh, I wonder did she did she even have a boyfriend? Probably not. But who knows? You know, it it could be one of those things where maybe he's not around to know really. So he takes that mm. measure to try to make sure she's on the right track, kind of thing. Okay. And you know, try to, I try to look at it from a different perspective a little bit. Okay. But I I don't see the sense in that one. I don't see the sense in that one. All right, cool, cool. Now, Miss Gab, can I ask you a personal question? Go for it. Are you in a relationship? I am not. 
<laughs> I am not. Uh, I, I was dating somebody, you know, and then that kind of just ended. But besides that, no. So would you say that you're dating? Would you say that you're looking? Not looking. Not dating at the moment. Of course, you know, I work in a gym. So, like, men, they're around. And if I wanted to, I could definitely go look for that. But I'm kind of good right now. You know, I just... You work in a gym. So let me tell you, so that's, I, I, I appreciate that. Because I, um, I go to a gym, and it's a lot of, like, top-heavy guys. as like these big buck guys. <laughs> they got, like, these toothpick legs. And right. Like, they walking around trying to keep their balance and everything. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Something like that. What is the best pickup line you heard since you've been at that gym because I know they I know they tried you know what I haven't heard any good pickup line any good ones nobody okay guys think they have game but they really don't and (laughs) right and they think that you're one of those girls and I'm like no I'm classy you know I'm not saying that if you're on tinder you're not classy however I am just kidding I'm not saying that (laughs) (laughs) you in a relationship right (laughs) I am in a relationship so but but hold on hold on let me let me run you can't be on tinder you can't be on tinder y'all see how she's doing me she's putting me on blast like that I am in a relationship so and the, the funny thing about my relationship is I'm in an interracial relationship. So I get completely different looks. Like, I can't, <laughs> we can't go to Olive Garden and, like, get waited on by Kiki because Kiki just be looking like, mm. <laughs> This. <laughs> his, his credit score must be good. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I'm telling you. Why is that it's, the stereotype? It's the stereotype. Why is like, that the stereotype, man? The, or, or my favorite. You just sold out, bro. Wow. Like, I, I did what? Like, man. But, I mean, but that, but that's the thing, though. So many different stereotypes of, you know, I think the NBA has ruined dating for everybody. Yeah. Because depending on how you look, you know, you're a ride or die if you, you know, date the same race. Well, it's black if you date the same race, but then you date somebody of a different nationality, and it's just like, oh, he went there, you know. Yeah. So, I... Have your own opinion, but I feel like that's a stereotype that needs to be broken because yeah. I know a lot of good interracial couples mm-hmm. that, that work very fine. And then, and on top of that, my family is like a huge science experiment because I have white in my family, black, Native American. I, mm. you know, I have Irish in my family. So it's like people are like, you're not, you're, you're, you're getting rid of some type of blackness. I just think that's... <laughs> I think that's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I get it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that. I don't think that that's the right way to even try to. What's the word I'm looking for? I guess categorize that, if you get what I'm saying. Ooh, categorize. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even a big you word. <laughs> nah, but I'm saying, like, uh, you can't sit up there and say, like, oh, they're trying to get rid of the, you know, black gene by having other races involved in your family like love is love at the end of the day you know yeah so that can't even nah that don't don't work and i know but i said the whole time i you know dating plenty of them that were plenty of them that sounds terrible it does (laughs) i've dated plenty of black women and it's 
just didn't work out. It doesn't mean that it won't ever. It just means that my current situation is what it good. is. It's yeah. what it is. So um, I'm not apologizing for it. And then my mother likes it. Let me tell you, you know, you know what pisses you off? Let me tell you something. Like when you go to a family function and they ask how your girl is doing before they ask how you doing. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's up, cousin? What's up? How you doing? Where is that? What? So, <laughs> I'm right here. So I'm getting overshadowed again. But yeah, but do you think you'll be in a relationship soon? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say so. I mean, if the right one comes along and he treats me with respect, treats me well, yeah, I'm open. But, you know, at the moment, I am about me trying to level up, take care of what I need to take care of. And, you know, I mean, you know what that means? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why everybody playing like that. Sound how they found out how to spell independent. <laughs> um, mm, I, yeah, you're right. So let's let's do something. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. All right. So what is what do you think attracts a male to a female? Oh, good question. Uh, what do I think attracts a male? Money. To a female? Yeah. Mm. Nowadays, it is money. Mm-hmm. Status. I definitely think status is male a, to a female now. Like mm-hmm. she has to have something going on. Okay. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, I feel like men are attracted to women who have some type of status, some type of title, and you know, if she's doing something with themself with herself, mm-hmm. then I feel like guys. Of course, they like to see a beautiful girl. They like okay. to see a girl with a nice body, and all of that. But I definitely think status and titles, like especially if you're gonna get a man, a man of a, I say, a high caliber, they want something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, some men they want those, you know, low down, not necessarily low down, but you know, like that sounds so bad, <laughs> but like they want those type of women who are quiet and don't say much because maybe they want to be in control of a relationship Mm. you know so i think that there's a lot of things that can attract a male to a female Mm. but right now i would definitely say you know status title of course you got to have a good personality because you got to lay with her every night but you know that's just that's just what i think okay well let me let me ask you a question then because that's we, we go to the University of South Carolina, so okay. there are not a lot of people that look necessarily like us. Mm-hmm. So do you find it harder to date as a black woman being here rather than what it would be like at an HBCU, a historical black college? You see, a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but, I mean, I can't really speak on, like, the HBCU experience, mm-hmm. but... I feel like, in a way, yeah. No, that's difficult. It, it's a little, it's a little hard because, I mean, even if you're interested in, you know, you're open to anybody, like say, you know, white, black, Hispanic, you know, Middle Eastern, whatever the case may be, they don't really look your way. A lot of the times. I mean, that's from my experience because I mean. Even just like when I walk on campus or whatever, you have to really like be cool with somebody to, I guess, even get to the point of 
getting in to date somebody. You, I'm not, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have to really, like, be in an in crowd. And then from there, you can, you know, spread your network. But you're not going to be able to, like, date seriously anybody who isn't in your direct circle kind of thing. I, I do, but I disagree. And hmm. th- this is why. Because you can always look from a distance. No one can deny that black women are beautiful. Nobody can deny that. So, but the thing about it is all I have to do is know your name mm-hmm. and then I can find out anything I want to know about you. So it takes away the traditional, hey, how you doing? My name is CV. I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. saw you from across the way. I thought you were your kid. I want to get to know you. That that That's so far done away with. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Twitter. You got the Tinders. You got the Twitters. You got the IGs. You got the Snaps. Yeah. I, I used to work. I used to work downtown. I used to bounce at a bar downtown. And <laughs> when when guys would approach a girl, you mm. know what they would say? Hey, can I get your snap? <laughs> yeah, can I get your Instagram? Yeah, or whatever the case. So, may be. so I, I hate when guys ask me about getting my but Snapchat. It's the, but it's the norm now. Though. It is. It really is. But I mean. I feel like if you're trying to pursue a woman and you want to be serious about her, you better ask her for her number. <laughs> Period. You better ask her for her number. <laughs> all right, all right, show me. Ask me for my number. How how, how you gonna do it? How you want it done? All right. I'm, I'm be gab. All right, cool. So mm-hmm. if I wanted a man to approach hold on, hold on, me, let me get right. Let I'll go right. ahead. Right, See, is that is that how I sit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, back all straight. Let's go. All right. So if I wanted a man it went off. to, oh, it's okay. <laughs> if I wanted to, a man to approach me. He needs, of course, to approach me with some respect. You know, put some respect on my name. Hi, ma'am. <laughs> no. <laughs> so tell me again, how would you want, how would the perfect gentleman approach you? The perfect gentleman? Mm-hmm. You see, what's crazy is I haven't even had a perfect gentleman approach me, so I wouldn't even know how they would, how they would do it. Hey, I did come up to you at that gym you worked at. Yeah, you did. But you were, that's different. So, of course, if I want a man to approach me, hi, how you doing? I know, of course, if I'm interested. You can't even keep a straight face, though. <laughs> See, this, this is because my Because I'm thinking of, like, how I would like to be approached, but this don't happen. But th- th- this is my point, though. You don't even know how you want to be approached, though. I just said with some respect. All right, so. That's one I'm going to play the holla guy. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> right, I'm going to hit on you. Don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh back there, Brent. All right, here we go. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> you can't do that. All right, here we go. We're going to try it again. We're All right, let's again. go. Seriously, I'm, I'm coming up to you. You know, you you filling up the waters at, at your job. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just finished my workout. You work here, right? Yeah, you see the name tag? I didn't. I didn't know y'all had name tags. Oh, you didn't? I'm crazy. Got that I, purple shirt on, but I say staff. But you know, that's me. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Chris. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm Gabby. Okay, Gabby. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, listen, I didn't want to take up too much of your time, but, you know, as I was working out, I noticed you. And um, to be completely honest, I just found you attractive, and I just wanted to get to know you. Um is there a possibility that we could spend some time and talk for a little bit? Spend some time and talk about what? Huh? <laughs> just to get to know you. It's we're in the middle of the gym floor right now, so I just wonder if we could step to the side, like maybe on your break, and just have a little conversation. On my break? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang! 
Wow, that's different. Um, how about this? Yeah. You can have my Instagram and we can go from there. No, I only got Snapchat. You only got Snapchat. <laughs> See? That's where the hoes at. That's where the what? <laughs> that's where the who at? The See? HOs. <laughs> the HOs. Can I can I be completely honest? Go ahead. I've never really like approached a, a woman like that. Like it's always been somebody that I've got to know already and been cool with. Right. But the problem with that is if you see somebody and you're attracted to them, then you basically are put into this shell kind of like, okay, how do I talk to them? How do Honestly, I Honestly, the best thing that you can do if you're trying to approach a woman, just have a conversation with her. And it don't even just got to be like, hey, how you doing? Have a conversation with her. You know, talk about read something Read my name relevant. tag. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see my name? I'm not going to lie. Put some respect <laughs> on my name. I'm not going to lie. I haven't done that before. It's terrible. <laughs> no, oh, it's not man. terrible. Because, I mean, people, they be acting crazy. But, you know, that's... That's a different. That's a different story. Anyway, the funny the funny part about dating is like when they meet your parents, cause things that your mom would say is different. See, my mom, she um, I love her to death, but she asks for stuff, but she doesn't use like real English. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll tell me to go go get the what you call it, and like oh, yeah. you don't know what what you call it is. Then you just gotta figure you, that out. You gotta figure it out. So I'm man. So I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this story. I'm dating a girl and. We're going out for dinner, and I get locked out of my car. So I have to call my mom, and that was, like, so awkward. And it was, like, late at night. Bring, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, I need you to come get me. I don't have keys to my car. Where'd you leave them at? I don't know if I knew the answer to that question. But, see, you can't. See, my mother's black, so you can't really talk like that. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, can you just come and get me? Like, we're out here at the movies, and it's cold. <sighs> Boy, you know what time I got to be at work in the morning? Like, but it'll be one word. But you know what time I got to be at work in the morning? <laughs> no, ma'am. Five. Mother, you're off tomorrow. It's Saturday. <sighs> I'll be there in a minute. Like, it'll just be all thrown in together. I'm just like... You know what's crazy? I didn't even have that experience with my mom. Really? No, my mom was very, like, very soft-spoken really? and really just kind of, my mom kind of was more of a submissive wife. So she kind of, you know, stayed off to the side, okay. didn't really say too much. Hashtag Mama Gab. Right. <laughs> but my dad, now, that was a different situation. Pop Dukes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the one that would say, you know what time I got to be to work in the morning? <laughs> It's, <laughs> that, that. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, see, Same my mom thing. and your dad, they were. See, my mom, she she taught karate for thirty years, so like I wow. couldn't really pop off like that unless I was like out of arm's reach. <laughs> I did, I did. She, man, let me tell you something. Man, my mother hit me so hard one time, like I forgot that she hit me. She, bow, what just happened? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was getting to whatchamacallit. <laughs> Let me go mind my business real I'm, fast. I'm telling you, man. The, the, la the last whooping that I remember getting, I locked the bathroom door. Like, she was, like, trying to get into the door. But I had to be, like, maybe five or six. I got whoopings after that, but this is one. This stuck. This resonated in my heart. <laughs> Jesus. My mother went outside, came around the house, and climbed into the bathroom window. No, she didn't. I couldn't get the door open in time. She, oh, she. She got, climbed in. She climbed in. She got. See, now they call that abuse. Back then, they call that tan that ad up. 
<laughs> Tearing it up for real. <laughs> how she gonna climb in the window? I don't know. She was like. And how did you not see that? See, I was like peeping out the door because I didn't hear nothing. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, when you running from something and they fussing, all of a sudden it goes silent. You just like. <laughs> it just got real. So, you know, I'm looking through the cracks of the door and I'm peeping. And I think I opened the door partially. But then I closed it back because I thought she might have been hiding. Well, our door, you had to kind of shimmy it to open it. Mm. So I had to shimmy it to shut it and lock it. But by the time I turned around. <laughs> she climbing in the window. Was... <laughs> I was crying. My mama beat me like I stole something, man. It was, I was like, you know those horror movies where they like dig their nails into the ground. Uh-uh. And See? Like, no. Man, I probably hid in everything that she whooped me with. She had this belt with these, like, gold buckles in it. Uh-uh. She tripping. <laughs> oh, man. She'll never find that belt ever again. <laughs> I would cut it up. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would cut it up. <laughs> oh, man. I remember the days they used to make you go get a switch. Oh, yeah. And same. then, like, they would tie it together. See, now I got, and this is the difference between, like, my friends. And see, I have a lot of friends of different races. So I have a lot of white friends. Asian, whatever. So, but, like, the their interactions with the parent. I had this kid that I went to high school with, and I actually played football with him. And, like, he, we were sitting in his room, and his mom, well, no, his dad said something to him. And he was just like, hey, go in there and do this, whatever. And I was like, ooh, he in trouble. I do what I want to, dad. <laughs> in my mind, I saw climbing in the window. You know, I saw like the grudge coming out the TV. So, but his dad, get this. His dad was just like, "Come on, please." <laughs> he said, "Come on, please." I was like, "Where did they, where did they do that?" It was, it was, it was so crazy. I was just like, I mean, I was shocked. But that's when I started realizing, like, wow, our like coaches are like very different in yeah. like, how they raise kids and how they understand now. Him and his dad have, like, the closest connection. But I remember that day thinking, like, mm. but I was looking at it. You know how, like, uh, you know a fight's about to jump off? Right. And you just kind of look at the person. Like, mm. like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's hilarious. Oh, man, I'm telling you. That that, but that's hilarious. cool, though. That's cool, though. But let me ask you another question. Since I have fabulous black women here, you do pageants, don't you? Mm, I actually, I've done two pageants within the last year. Um... So last year, not not even last year, last semester, mm-hmm. so that would be spring of 2019, I was in the Miss Black and Gold pageant. Um, I won Miss Congeniality, and then um, I actually was able to go to the district pageant and represent um, the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated as their Miss Black and Gold. Okay. So, and that was um, October of this yeah this year so it was really fun i had a great time got to meet some great ladies um one girl i'm still really cool with we still talk here and there and um yeah i'm not gonna lie i have never done a pageant before in my life before that and it's so funny because the day of that district pageant you know meeting other girls you know in a pageant one of the girls asked me was like so how long have you been doing pageants? I was like, not long. <laughs> this is this only minutes. my second day out here. <laughs> you know, like, that's how that went. But, you know, I like pageants. I will actually do another one. Um, I don't know what, which one I would do next. Mm. 
I don't know if I would go from in South Carolina or anything like that. Why not? I'm not even from here. Where you from? I mean... It's a whole lot of people here that's not from here. You're right. But, like, I feel like you got to somehow represent the actual state, right? Okay. Well, what state are you from? I mean, originally, North Carolina. Okay. But I was a military kid, so I've moved everywhere. So I've lived in Arizona. I've lived in Germany. I've lived in Kansas. I've lived in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I can't remember, was it Miss South Carolina or Miss North Carolina? But I think... The last Miss North Carolina was actually a USC grad. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So, I mean, and why, why don't, like, more minority students get into, like, pageants and things like that? Why do you think? Those things that are specifically set for... It takes a lot to get on the stage in front of people mm-hmm. and show your talents. Really? It takes a lot. Some people are not built for that. Some people do not have the confidence for it. And it's really one of those things that if you're going to do a pageant, if you're going to do anything that has to do with, you know, being on stage, Mm -hmm. you have to think on your feet. Okay. You have to think on your feet. You have to be quick with everything. You have to be on point. Like, when I say on point, hair, makeup, you know, style, Everything has to be on point. And I'm not, I'm not saying that people don't have that in them, but I think a lot of people don't do it because, you know, it does cost a lot of money mm-hmm. and it does take up a lot of time, especially in preparation. Okay. Preparation is probably probably the biggest thing that takes up most of the time with patterns. Really? Yes, you have to be, stand a certain way. You have to carry yourself a certain way. You, like, you have to be like this. And I'm not saying you have to be like this perfect little, you know, angel or whatever. <laughs> but you do have to, you know, make sure that you're very graceful mm-hmm. and make sure that you are able to think for yourself. Okay. But, you know, when I say think for yourself, to an extent. Okay. So. All right, cool, cool. That's what's up. So we're going to move on a little bit. I want to play another little game. Okay, you let's like play games? a game. You want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. It's called Let It Go. Let It Go. So this is, this is how you play. I'm going to give you a scenario, and you tell me, keep it or let it go. Okay. All right, pretty self-explanatory, right? Very self-explanatory. All I got right, you. cool. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you want to start with an extreme? Go for it. You want to start with a shit? Okay. So, the let it go topics. Number one is Donald Trump's toupee. Keep or let it go? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Let that go. <laughs> let that shit go. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm That's serious. I, I got to stop because I, uh, I had... <laughs> I have, I was reading a dad joke and it made me think about it. It says that a secret service, the secret service isn't allowed to yell "get down" anymore when the president is about to be attacked. Now they have to yell "Donald Duck." <laughs> I love that. Dad. Joke. I love dad that. Joke for hey, real. check this one out. It says, it says, I brought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he had laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Keep the joke and let it go. Let it go. Let it go? All right, cool. Did you know that the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. Keep or let it go? (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. I'll keep it. All right. You keep it. All right. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put it down. 
No? Yeah, Crickets? The, nah, let that one let go. Let that one go? All right, cool. <laughs> let, let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call someone with nobody and a no, and no nose? I don't know. Nobody knows. Keep let it go. Uh, you like that? That's a good one. That's a good one. I can I can do that one. Uh, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. You get it? Yes, I got it. <laughs> Which came first? <laughs> uh, I kind of open those jokes. Nah, I don't like that one. You don't like that one? Nah. All right, cool. Like Here we go. My daughter screeched, "Dad." You haven't listened to one word I've said, have you? What a strange way to start a conversation with me. Let it go? Okay. Yeah, I, see, I, see I, was, I, was, I was I was, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? I don't get that one. All right, last one, last one. I got to find a good one. All right. Nah. I'm not going to lie. You're probably not going to find really too many good dad jokes. Oh, no, I got one. There's a couple of them. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm not at all. Here we go. If you see a robbery at an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I would get you. Oh, I told you. All right. This one, I I, I said that was the last one, but this is really last one. I'm, I'm going to impersonate this one. <clears throat> what do you call a dog with no legs? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you call it. It ain't gonna come to you. <laughs> That's so petty. <laughs> That's so petty. Anyway, I think our camera is out. But yeah, it's been fun. This first show has been amazing. So, you know, you want to tell them a little bit about what we're gonna be talking about, some of the interviews we're gonna have. So, um, I would say one thing we're looking forward to here within the next couple weeks whenever we really get this thing on and popping definitely interviewing some artists i definitely want to um get into well for both of us get into um just talking about some culture culture talks and yeah most definitely most definitely i want to i want to end with this and then we'll let we'll let it go um somebody somebody read me a somebody sent well actually one of my cousins his name is jillian shout out jillian he sent me something, and my family, we have this this Snapchat. I know, who's on Snapchat? But we have this <laughs> Snapchat that we have together, and we, like, we send encouragement. And my little cousin sent me something the other day, and I think it was, it was so good, I really want to read it again. So it said... <laughs> I'm going to have to go on Snapchat to log in to find it. Uh-uh. I've used it. I've used it like in a paper since then. I've used it. Here we go. He said. Loading. Don't you love? All right. I'm going to leave you all with this. It says, if you had $86,400 and someone stole $10, would you throw $86,390 away for revenge? Or move on and live. Right. Move on and live. So you have 86,400 seconds in each day. Don't let someone's negative 10 seconds ruin the remaining 86,390. Life is bigger than that. And so are you. 
Hey, listen, you on the podcast, Push Start with CB3 and my girl Gab, and we had a ball. Can't wait for you to come back in, join us, follow us, IG, Facebook, you name it, we got it. Till next time, God bless. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.